We are Guys in Shorts. We talk sports, entertainment, pop culture, and we have been known to enjoy a good glass of whiskey while doing it. Yeah. Honestly, we've been known to enjoy a bad glass of whiskey <laughs> while we're doing it. That's enjoy true. Enjoy it just the same. <laughs> if you haven't checked us out on Twitter or Instagram, then you, my friend, are missing out. Be sure to give us a follow at Guys in Shorts Pod. Also, Last week, our own Portuguese hammer unveiled his new sticker, and he was kind enough to offer a sticker to anyone who left us a review. The response was overwhelming, so Hammer (laughs) has offered to keep it going another week. So get your review in, screenshot it, and DM us. Then we'll uh, get you your shiny new Portuguese hammer sticker. They are pretty great. They're awesome. Not going to. All right, enough (laughs) self-promotion. It was a huge week for sports headlines that you wouldn't expect to hear in 2019, like Andrew Luck retires, Dwight Howard signs with the Lakers, and Boogie Cousins has gotten himself into some trouble. Actually, that last one has a high probability of happening any year, actually. Mm -hmm. Also, Carly Lloyd proved what a badass she is when she kicked a 50-yard field goal at a Philly practice. We'll talk about all of that and probably more. Let's pod. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Yeah, I wish he was in the gym. I would have had fucking 12 rings. <laughs> I miss Kobe Bryant. I miss him so much. <laughs> every day. You know what's funny? Every is day. I'm sure Shaq every day is like, I just want to be his friend. And every time I feel like we're getting close, <laughs> Kobe goes somewhere and just talks more shit. You don't, you don't be friends with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's not his strength. Yeah, no. Hey, and Ben Garcia. It feels like I haven't been here in two weeks. Hoopty hoop. <laughs> yeah, you were barely here last week. Man, my dad. Are you I, still hungover? Uh, kind of. My, <laughs> my dad asked me uh, like a few days after we pod. He's like, hey, do you guys pod this week? I said, yeah. Uh, you haven't heard it yet? And he goes, no, no, I haven't heard it. Um, what'd you guys talk about? And I was like, I don't really remember. <laughs> what happened? I told him, I was a little drunk. That's yeah, you were, uh, you were feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Full disclosure, I, I think after the show, well, Hammer was here, so we clearly spent the next 45 minutes watching soccer highlights. Right. <laughs> Zlatan highlight reels and, and, and such. And you were, uh, you were looking a little worse for the wear. Oh, yeah, I was terrible. <laughs> I, va- I vaguely remember that. <laughs> well, I'm glad Darren got you home safe. Right? He did, yes. yeah. Yes. Yep. Like a responsible adult, you didn't drive home. That's right. Yeah. Well done. Did he charge you Uber rates? Uh, he did, did not, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> he owes me a chicken sandwich, though, for other reasons. Oh. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Leave that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Hope it's not a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Did you hear after we talked about the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Well, that always happens. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they're sold out everywhere. Out everywhere. Everyone heard about it yeah. on our show. And they're gone. Sorry, go to Chick Fil A. You guys were talking about conspiracy theories with Antonio Brown last week. Can I bring one up about this whole Popeyes thing? I don't don't believe that they're out. Oh, I I think it's a marketing ploy. Because along Uh, with the tweet that said they were going out, they added, "Oh, by the way, download our app so you can find out exactly when they're back in stock." Oh, yeah, I don't believe them. Interesting. (laughs) You know what? I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I am inclined to lean on the conspiracy side of things when it comes to anything That's marketing. like marketing. Yeah. Yes. Anything like that. That's yes. not a conspiracy. I, I, think, I think the marketers are smarter than we give them credit for. And even Antonio oh, yeah. Brown yeah. And, and his whole helmet thing. Did you hear now he's uh, signed a, a sponsorship thing yes. with a, a helmet yes. company and he's going to wear that helmet and mm-hmm. whatever? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. was that yeah. whole thing just, mm-hmm. a, just to get us talking? And Could now, be. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. I wouldn't be. In fact, surprised. I'm inclined to lean that way. Mm. Uh, <laughs> on the next week of Clouded, the sports edition. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, guys, we need to somber this mamma jamma up because the country is mourning as Andrew Luck announced that he's retiring. So. As, as you may or may not know if you listen to the show, I, I kind of reserved my NFL fandom. I didn't become a fan of the NFL until probably, what, like 10 years ago? To be honest with you, yeah. I don't think you were an NFL fan the first three years. You were an Andrew Luck fan. I, Ooh, that's for a good su- point. So my getting into football was coincided with Andrew Luck's being drafted. Being yeah. drafted. 
And so he was kind of the first player, the first phenom that I got to see yeah. from the beginning. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I was just kind of drawn to the guy. I I ended up trading for him in our fantasy football league, and he did great for me. I had him the next year, and that was the year that he like went off and had like the highest fantasy points. And 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 at that point, LA didn't have a team, and I'd always said, "Look, I'm not rooting for any." team until LA has a team right. and then I'll root for whoever it is unless it's the Raiders and <laughs> luck, gotta throw that in always yeah. gotta say that <laughs> and and so I kind of you know adopted the Colts I didn't buy any paraphernalia right. Right. any jerseys any hats or anything but they were kind if you asked me who I'd root for it would have been who would you you know you know yeah draft in the second round yeah yeah exactly and so, I don't know. I just always liked the guy. And Ben yeah. hated him because I liked him. You know, here's the funny thing. Ben is, hates anything It goes I like. to my personality. I, don't, I yes. never hated him. I just made fun of him when you were around right. to make you feel bad. Right. Mm, makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Makes That's, sense. That, yeah. that makes more sense, yeah. actually. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. <laughs> one, of the, one of the great things is that Jeff is known for trading away. Like, he will trade... His entire team, he won't have Ugh. the team that he drafts. Like that, the team that he drafts by week is, two, yeah, is yeah. gone, except it's, for Andrew Luck. Yeah, he he, you would never trade Andrew Luck. No, I everybody wouldn't. else would be gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I I do have a trading problem, Vic. You need to help me this year. <laughs> Wait, so Can what you be my good conscience? Because last year, last year, you stayed sorry, away from it for a while. We're last off year. the rails already. Yeah, what whatever. is this, King's Realm? Real quick, <laughs> in fantasy football, if you draft a good team, don't trade it away. Like, there's been years where I've drafted a subpar team and traded up to a good team. Last year, I drafted a good team. And I traded it away. I think later on in the season too, right? Myself. Like the first yes. few weeks, you were good. Yes. And then all of a sudden, there goes Jeff. Oh, <laughs> I can't help myself. I just love the trading is my favorite part of the game. That's uh, oh, awesome. Anyway, all right. So Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck retires. Unbelievable. It's crazy. It's, I, it's not unbelievable. Well, all right. Because, <laughs> because I said it's unbelievable. Ben's got to take the. It's but it's not opposing. Okay. Uh, it, just just take the facts, okay? He's a Stanford graduate, so he's super intelligent. Yeah. He's, he signed a $120 million contract. I don't know what the guaranteed money was and a $25 million signing bonus. He never has to work another day in his life. He's, what, 29 years old? And he comes from money, so he doesn't yeah. have to take care of his yeah. family. For all intents and purposes, he probably still has all of his mental faculties, uh, yeah. What's been breaking down has been his body. Yeah. And so he looks at a Colt organization who hasn't been able to put an offensive line in front of him that's been able to protect him and keep him on his feet over the better part of the last six years. In fact, I think in the last six years he's played, he's missed a season and a half due to injury. Right. So at some point he has to ask himself, I'm signed now with this team who hasn't been able to protect me for the past six and a half years. What gives me the impression that they're going to come out and put some – offensive line in front of me and that then things are going to change because they've, if that doesn't upgraded their line if that doesn't change then he's always going to be on his back and he's going to he's going to not play well and not live up to expectation so you make the decision to say i'm just going to walk away i've got the money and and he's young enough where he could transition into coaching don't tell me that there isn't an nfl team or a college team that would pick him up as, as a quarterback's coach and over the past next 10 years he's the next john harbaugh yeah. so you know, the earlier that you get started on that career, you can keep in football and you can now transition that into a career that can last you for the next 20 or 30 years. Or you can just use the money to go do something completely different. Yeah. And, and now with the money that you start to see in, in all sports, you're going to start to see this more often. Who was it? The, the fullback for the Niners that retired after one or two years a couple seasons back. I think this is going to be a much more common occurrence with CTE and all the things that are happening in the NFL. Don't be surprised. And he's a very smart guy. I, I believe if he played with the Patriots that he wouldn't be retiring. You know, he would be like Tom yeah. Brady playing till he's 45. Now, Brady no, got very lucky. You know, when you're playing with a, a team like the Colts or the Raiders, you know, the things aren't going to go your way a lot of times. Yeah, Yeah, but I think I think what Jeff is saying is, is, is two things. Well, he's known that for a while now. That's, that None of that's new information. Like, why did he wait this long? Into the preseason to he got say, hurt. 
I know, but 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 the things that you're you're arguing about yeah. is about the the line. Like he knows, like there is no offensive line. He knows the dangers of 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 of, of being behind a line that's no good. So he he knows all that. And then I think number two is. Uh, no, nobody saw that. There was no leaks. There were, nobody saw this coming. He obviously has not been talking about it because every. I feel like there was there was no Adrian Wojnarowski with the Woj bomb. You know, right. it was just suddenly like all of a sudden. Wait, what? Yeah, but, but see, here's, luck is retired. What? Here, here's here's the thing. In today's age, that, that's pretty incredible. It is. that nothing broke. But you know what I mean. So here's my thought: is that you know, I'll use Magic's uh, not retirement, but his his quitting. Basketball of President Operations, <laughs> whatever the hell he was. <laughs> <laughs> when this, to me, this isn't. This is probably something that you know these two guys shared with their wives, and and I guarantee you that when they made the decision to do it, this wasn't the first time they had had this consideration. Well, I'm sure. sure I'm sure. Well, he said that it's the hardest decision he's ever yeah. made. Well, right. But but my point is, is that you know, I bet you that both. Luck and Magic have had those thoughts over the better part of the last two years of their contracts with what they were doing. And like- it finally got to a point where they just said, it's just not worth it. Yeah. And emotionally, they've they've overcome whatever they thought their fears well, would be. Well, I feel like Magic's was made a little more emotionally, maybe. Andrew Luck, it seems yeah. like it was a, a very like thought-out, calculated yeah, decision. And and you know what? You can't fault him. The timing no, is unfortunate. Not. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Colts fans booing him? That's I mean, the timing was terrible. I would have yeah. booed him. Schefter announces it while he's on the field right. at right. the game. Yeah. I would have booed him. Would you? Yeah. Why? I, I wouldn't have booed him. Because I am a fan of, of the team. And and listen, you, you all, hold on, hold on. All, <laughs> he yeah. just went through a laundry list of why it was okay. But. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I I believe from 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 a personal standpoint, I agree with him, and I'm and I'm happy for the decision that he made. As a fan of the team, I feel like he left my team out on a lurch. We were counting on you to start the season as our quarterback. You know, this is this is supposed to be. I think last year you started to see kind of the fruits of the GM's labor of putting a team together that potentially can contend in the AFC. And you know, you're coming in with a with a, a known entity at the, as your starting quarterback, and now he. Right before the season starts, decides to leave. There's, there's no. I mean, you could go out and get Colin Kaepernick. You can go out and get, you know, subpar quarterbacks to replace him for this season. But as a fan of that team, you know, there was other times that you could have made this decision that would have been better for my team. And for that reason, I would have booed him. So you agree with me then? I, I don't. I don't know what your point was <laughs> <laughs> about the timing of why did he wait so long? He's known all of this. Yeah. 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 Ben would boo him in an emotional state. Right. And then maybe feel a little guilty about it. But not admit that <laughs> right. because he's okay. Banned. All right, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I, I think you can do both. I wouldn't boo him just because if I could retire tomorrow, I'd do it. Right? I would just yeah. walk out yeah. the door and yeah. say, "Peace." Seriously, I'm out. You guys thought about your retirement jobs? Oh God, yeah. Yes, every day. What What's your retirement job? I I want to work at a car wash for six months. What? Yeah. Hmm. Like Walter White, like own a car wash. No, no, no and I want to work front for money no, no, laundering your meth business. Or? No, I want to work. I want to actually like spray, you know, Windex, wow. and wipe the windows, and all that kind of stuff. Just because I just want to do it. I've, really? It was one of those things where like I was in high school and I kind of wanted to do it and I never did. At a car wash? Yeah, just for like six months until I got tired of it and my arms hurt and then I'd quit. Mine was be a floor guard at Skate Depot. That was my high school, <laughs> not retirement job, but that was my high school. Dream job. Uh, I just want to do something that doesn't. That's well, funny. for at least a little bit of time. I just want to. I want to do physical labor that doesn't require any any mental capacity. Like, you okay. know, just you don't have to think. It's there's like the there's car. Tons hose of it down, wash it that off, are and dry. A little more interesting than washing a car. Yeah, I would do it for a short <laughs> amount of time. It's not a long time. Nothing against washing a car, but right. Yeah, that's that's hard that's labor. just one that's just one yeah. of the things that yeah. I'd like to do. Not during the summertime because it'd be hot. Oh, no, dude. during the summer oh, that'd be wow. too hot. Man. Yeah, no, I would do it. You oh. you'd walk through the car wash. <laughs> you'd be walking through. The, oh, there you go. Yeah, I there like goes that. Ben cooling yeah. down. Cooling down. Yeah. God, I would love to um to to open, and and you know this kind of relies on me having a great retirement or winning the lottery. Okay, either way. Oh sure, but sure, of course. Uh, if I could open up a baseball card slash comic book slash. Oh. Uh, media I could pop totally culture. Totally see store. you doing. Yeah, that. I would. I would love to do that. 
You would be great yeah. at that. Yeah. That'd Why be wait awesome. till retirement? Let's do that. Isn't that what Stuart <laughs> from Big Bang Theory does? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great retirement job for you, Vic. Right? I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I I have a retirement job for myself. Okay. It's my dream retirement job. And when I say this, you guys are going to be like, that's the perfect thing for you. Okay. Jungle cruise operate. Oh. Okay. Drive a boat Done. around all day telling cheesy jokes. Done. It's funny that There's you There's never that. been a better oh, job for no. me no. than that. That's awesome. I thought you were going to say gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> There's There would be nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's Is 2019. Watching it or being oh, a part of it? What are we talking about? <laughs> Being, being the talent. Editing. Oh, the talent. Editing. The talent. Editing. Oh, Editing. Good Lord, that might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh, oh that's awesome. Well, good you know, stuff. Well, best of luck to it. Andrew Luck and his. Uh, well, oh, before we before we wrap up, if you yeah. were if you were a betting man, do you think he returns? I and, oh, good and second question. and second question. Good question. If he does return, is it with the Colts? Oh, well, I feel like Irsay did it the right way by letting him keep, keep yeah. the signing bonus. Right. Didn't put up a fight. I think the fans, you know, maybe shot themselves a little in the foot by booing them, but I think we can have a short memory with yeah. that. I think he'll be. Fine I with think that. if he does come back, he would maybe, if there is any guilt of kind of leaving them hanging, the timing is unfortunate. You know that. It's right before the season, and it kind of handcuffs the team for this season anyway. Gosh, I. It's either I don't a yes or no. Seen, I, <laughs> I think he comes back. You're He's struggling. too young. He's yeah. too young. He's done. Twenty nine. He's twenty nine, almost thirty years old. You know what? He I, has ten years left at least, and and still years left in his prime. He is a tough competitor by all accounts. He loves the game of football. I think. A season or two removed from it, he's 32 years old for a quarterback. That's still in your prime if he keeps himself in shape. Yeah, I think we. I think we'll see him back unless he gets some job offer for, like Skate Depot. Yeah, Skate Depot. Well, he doesn't have the personality right. for broadcasting. <laughs> he doesn't. No. So, so if he's got to. He's or either got to go into coaching or he's got to just do something away from football. Yeah, yeah. I think we see him back. Vic, huh. you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if he came back. The thing that would surprise me, though, is he doesn't come off as that type of player that would retire um, unless he really meant it. I I, I find it yes. hard to see him yeah. going against. He's his not wishy washy. That's true. He, Wait, he's not Brett like, Favre. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I think that's why it took me so long to yeah. To say that's that, the but, part that I would have a hard time because imagine him coming back to to the Colts to play, uh, not for them but against them. Yeah. I mean, he might get murdered yeah. by those fans. I mean, John Gruden came back to coach. Anything can happen. I feel like there's something about the game of football that, you know, when you're a competitor, yeah. even even being on the broadcasting side doesn't satiate Yeah, but John Gruden was kind of forced to leave almost, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't think they was were going to re-up him and yeah, his contract he, at ESPN. He was, no. He, yeah. Because they were cutting, if you remember, that's when they, Colin Coward left. They had a bunch of on-air talent that ended up leaving and going to Fox because they were trying to lower their payroll. And so their their lar- their highest-paid employee at the time was actually John Gruden. And so his contract was going to be coming to an end. And by deserved every penny, by the way. And he knew that he wasn't going to get a contract like that. And and the Raiders were willing to offer him $100 million in 10 years. He said, hell it's, yeah. It's hard to turn down. Yeah. So that's why he left. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, again, love that guy. All right. Shall we move on? Let's yeah. do it. Oh, we got some Lakers news. That's our favorite thing around here. <laughs> Buckle up, people. We got another three hours of Laker talk coming Woo! at you because we got Vic and Ben both. Oh, that's awesome. Where shall we start? How about the Boogie Cousins drama? <laughs> Holy crap balls. Vic? TMZ, our, our our favorite people at TMZ released audio of. Um, Do we have favorite people at TMZ? I no, hate not TMZ. really. No, no, no. Ben, I, I meant you that. You strike uh, me as somebody who loves TMZ. I enjoy their content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, got Harvey Levin's picture on his trapper keeper. Yes, yes. And uh, oh god, I hope not. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Boogie Cousins got married, 
Right. And the funny thing is, on like Reddit and Twitter, people were like, dude, like he's been hurt. Like, da da da. You got to feel happy for this guy. Just, he got married. Good for him. Da 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 da. And then a few days later, TMZ releases audio of him talking to his baby's mama, who's not the one he's getting married to. Um, and he's asking her if she will allow his son to come to the wedding. And long story short, she tells him no. He asks again, and she tells him to go shoot some ball. Like, just go shoot some ball. Like, you know, leave me alone. And he just goes on to say, I'm going to make sure to, I don't know what the exact quote is, but something like, I'm going to make sure uh, to put a bullet, you know, in your face or something like that. Pretty much saying that he's going to shoot her. Um, And so (laughs) that gets released. Yeah, the Lakers, you know, obviously have to, released their statement and the NBA has, you know, we're investigating da, 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 da. First of all, uh, like you said, you know, there's no surprise that Boogie Cousins would say or do something stupid yes. because that's been his MO for not his entire career. Not a surprise at all. No, no, not at all. So, you know, uh, might be a blue blessing in disguise that uh, he's no longer going to be playing this year. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a huge distraction I don't think the team needed. Um, but my other question was, have you guys ever said something that you either immediately regretted or later on regretted saying to somebody that you know? Because it got me thinking, and I have a good one. Like I, I was like, oh, God. Can I say, like, I've regretted a lot of things Ben has said immediately after he said them. Does that count? <laughs> no, that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, something you say. Oh, oh, okay. Of course you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have a a pretty good story about regretting something. Nothing like I never threatened someone's life. Well, then we don't want to hear it. in the face, <laughs> but I did do a butt dial once <laughs> and happened to be talking about the person. No. And it was my boss. No. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty damn good. It was, and you guys know me. Yeah. And, and for those of you out there, I, I'm, a pretty positive person. I Very don't, positive. I don't talk a lot of crap typically, and and this was a rare thing. But it, oh, it had been a man. long day, and I was just like I had been busting my butt, and my boss calls me <laughs> to throw some something else at me to do. It's like it's like five thirty or six on a Friday or something, and he throws something else at me, and and so I hang up the phone. And I happened to be talking to uh, my brother-in-law was in the car, and and so I start, I start kind of venting, right. you know, as as one might do after a long day at work, and then their boss, you know, calls them and throws something else at them right. at the end of a day, <laughs> and apparently I had called him back, and he heard the entire thing. <laughs> The entire wow, uh, yeah. Wait, wait. Before you go any further, so obviously you find out the next day because he had no. a conversation with you. No. So how long was I you- found out because I eventually pulled my phone out of my pocket and saw a phone call with his name on it still connected. How long like, had you been connected? Oh, wow. like twenty minutes. Oh, and he was listening man. the whole time. Wow, wow. the <laughs> dude. whole time. That's crazy. Oh, I felt. Awful. What are the odds? Did you call his mama a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Well, truthfully, you know what? You know, even when I talk crap, it's it's like it's, it's not mild crap. It's mild crap, but still, you know. So I didn't say anything too harsh. But the funny part of it is. So of course I then you I see the I see it and I'm like oh crap and I hang up and I know ex- I, I'm like hello hello and of course he's not going to say anything because he doesn't want to admit he was listening so I hang up the phone and now I'm like my I my stomach's queasy I'm freaking out and I'm like well I didn't say anything too terrible and so that weekend we happened to be going out of town on a business trip the the company. And the owner's there, and, and we're in Vegas. And one of the things that I did say on the call was how I had felt unappreciated and how a, a simple thank you would be nice every now and wow, then. Wow, you sound like a woman. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, no offense to women. There's nothing wrong with wanting a thank you and whatever. And so I get to my hotel room at the, at the hotel, and there's this huge bouquet of flowers and it says just wanted to say thank you (laughs) my boss signed it that is awesome it was perfect it was perfect because it was his way of saying hug 
No. Nope. Ah, we didn't hug. Like it was left at that. He he honestly he couldn't have handled it more perfectly. That's awesome. And and I yeah. do to this day it, it's something that sticks with me and I do think about uh, because I was pretty ungrateful at the time. Like, the, the, the words that I was saying was ungrateful. Okay, you know, it okay. sounded like I was overreacting. You had it a was bad ridiculous. Day. I had a bad day. Yeah, I, and whatever. Like it's justified. Like in the sense that you know you're you're speaking out of your butt because you're emotional, whatever. Right. But he couldn't have handled it more perfectly. The bouquet was like essentially like. I hear what you're saying, but I'm making light of it. Now let's move on and get to work. You know, so you should buy him flowers every now and then and just be like, (laughs) I'm thinking of you. Yeah, yeah, right. You You want to talk tonight? Uh, Uh, That's awesome. Ben, you don't strike me as somebody who ever regrets anything you've ever said. You know, it's funny. I've been racking my brain since, you know, we, we brought the topic up. I, I regret a lot of stuff that I say. Um, <laughs> wow. That's surprising. Particularly, and this this actually goes to a lot of my previous romantic relationships. Mm. Okay. So one of the things that I've learned in all of the, with all the girlfriends that I've had in the past, that I've now and there's corrected, a lot. and that I've mm. corrected with my <laughs> wife, is that there's certain ways, there's certain things that you can and cannot say when you have an argument. and okay. And you yes. can't unsay things. Right. Yeah. And so a lot of the regretful things that I feel like I would say would be during arguments with those you know, right. women where right. you have a point right. and, and you don't wanna you don't wanna lose the point of view, but you you say things because you're angry and you're mad and yeah. and, and then it, it really shifts the whole conversation and now there's hurt feelings. Yeah. So in pr- a lot of my previous relationships, there's a lot of regret that I have with those conversations that, you know, in hindsight and in with age, I've just learned that you know that's just not how you handle it, and right. so my wife is very lucky in the sense that I I don't do that with her. I've learned I've learned better, but other than that, no, I don't really regret a whole lot of things that I that's say. A, that's that's a so one, mature though. of you, Ben. Yeah, hey, like can that. you give us some specific examples? I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be a fly on the wall in one of oh, Ben's God, arguments, yeah. amazing. You do not lose arguments. No. Yeah, no. you're right. Yeah. Thank you, Vic. Yeah. No, I agree. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I agree. Mean, <laughs> not that you don't lose arguments. You won't allow to lose an argument. I do now. Allegedly. Only only with Stephanie. <laughs> not on the podcast. No. Well, one other thing that I do regret actually saying is yes to being on this podcast. Oh, get out of here. How dare you? How dare you? That, that day three years ago at London's Pub, if I just had one thing to say differently, oh. it would have been no. That's ridiculous. Well, you're stuck now. Oh, you don't get awesome. out of this game. I'm we quitting next week. Yeah. I'm quitting it next week. So uh, we got Dwight Howard back, huh? Yeah. What, what do we think about this? Vic, do you want to start or do you want yeah. me to? I'm going to guess uh, no, you, you guys go ahead. Go ahead are, s- are going to disagree. Well, we'll see. Probably. We'll see. Okay. Just to get a litmus test. Yeah. Do you like it or not? Uh, I do now. Okay, I do like it. So okay. we're on the oh, same side. Oh, what? It's Dwight Howard. It, it, it is. Just wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I'm sure. Go ahead, Ben. All right. How so, do you think Kobe feels about it? <laughs> you know what? I know how Shaq feels about it. How does Shaq feel about it? <laughs> Shaq doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, oh, Shaq really? doesn't like him. Well, because Shaq's Superman. And so he went by Superman. Yeah. He's like, uh, there's only one Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe on Twitter today, because people started trying to start this whole Kobe Shaq thing again, right? So Kobe was like, no, like, no, like, stop it. Like, there's no beef, da-da-da. And Shaq responded and said, yeah, you know, we're just messing. There's no beef or anything. In fact, when Kobe said that comment, I thought he was talking about Dwight. And then he spelled Uh, Dwight's name, D-W-I-T, all in caps. And he's all, that's how you spell it, right? (laughs) (laughs) He does not like Dwight Howard at all. So here's here's my thing. I love it. I, I, I root sometimes for timing and so just i'll I'll give an example right so like you know i i think it'd be kind of cool to see brad and jen get back together you know (laughs) right (laughs) okay okay like like courtney and scott disick right like there's certain there's certain people (laughs) okay that you know like when you meet the first time there's chemistry there's 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 good things there's bad things but it just kind of blows up timing wasn't right so I feel like this is sort of a redemption, and okay. and I like the fact that he's coming to the Lakers, that he's willing to kind of swallow his pride, because, you know, there was a lot of Laker fans that didn't like him, and I think that when he starts the season, there's going to be a lot of Laker fans that don't like him. Yeah. Let me give another example. Carl Malone. When he came to the Lakers, I mean, 
for several years prior to that, the Jazz were responsible for knocking the Lakers yeah. out of the playoffs. Yeah. In fact, sweeping them, I think, two consecutive years in the playoffs. Yeah. I hated the Jazz. So when, when Carl Malone came to the Lakers, I think there was a lot of Lakers fans that hated him. In fact, you know, he was number 32. And, and Magic even said, you can take my number off the rafters. And, and, and I think you know, to his good graces, he opted to not wear number 32. But at the end of the season, I think, not, not every Laker fan loved Carl Malone as much as I did, but I think that Dwight Howard has the opportunity here to, to really play solid defense, grab rebounds, and be sort of like the DeAndre Jordan of the Clippers right. a few years back. They're not asking him to post up. They're not asking him to be the, the highlight of the offense. They're not asking him to do things that he's not capable of doing. He's been injured over the past few seasons. He says he's feeling healthy. The good thing between uh, him and JaVale McGee is that you're going to have a tag team of guys that are going to play 24 minutes a night. And so they're not asking him to play 40 minutes or 32 minutes. I think he can stay healthy throughout the season. I think there's certain centers, like the guy from the Nuggets, that he'll match up with better. It's going to be a good rotation for the Lakers. I think that they will have the opportunity at times, if he's playing with the second team, to really maybe showcase some of his offensive moves because there's a lot of centers now that don't have – they don't know how to guard the post because all they do is they they guard the three point shot. Right. So if if this works out well, I, I think that Dwight Howard is not gonna be a star. He's just gonna be another piece to this team. And if he can swallow his pride enough to do that, I think he could be, you know, sort of like a Rick Fox. He could be like a Derek Fisher, a guy you need to get to win a championship, just not the guy that's gonna get you there. And so if he can do that this season, he's young enough where he could he could be like a John Sally. And, you know, and stay with the Lakers for four or five years, play that role and just be that veteran presence as young guys are coming in. Because I mean, these young kids are going to remember Dwight Howard when he was Superman. It's, it's yeah. still kind of neat to play with him. And so I, I'm looking forward to him coming in and playing well. Let me ask you this, Ben, because there was a lot of ifs this happens, if this happens. Yes. And typically when you have a lot of ifs, you take the... Um, you take the history of the person. pessimistic road. Yeah. Why are you taking the optimistic road on this one? I watched I watched a, a, a half hour special with him about two weeks ago. He was on the Christine Leahy show, and I don't okay. remember the name. First Take or whatever whatever it is on on the Fox uh, channel. And fair and balanced. Right, not that Fox. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, <laughs> the other one, the sports one. Anyway, so as I'm watching it. She she sort of asked him like what's what's the difference between you now and you know you when you were playing with the Lakers before, and so he he talked about Kobe calling him soft and he says you know for years it bothered me because oh I, I love that Kobe got in his head for mm-hmm. years. yeah and he's like he's like I because I, I knew I wasn't soft, but then he comes out and he says, but I, I see what Kobe was talking about now. What he was really? talking about was it was my mentality. It's like. You know, you have you have to just outwork everybody. And I thought he was talking more from a physical standpoint, like I was soft in the middle. And so essentially what he was saying is he says, you know, he's he's now had five teams in the last five years and they've all dumped him. And he's he pretty much realizes that he is no longer the future of the NBA. In fact, the star that was rising when he was in his early 20s with the Orlando Magic right. has pretty much crashed. Right. And, and if he continues to do the things that he's been doing and, and continues to just ignore what's going on around him and, 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 and not make changes personally, then he's going to be out of this league. And so I think what he was basically saying is he says, I know what I'm capable of doing. I know that I want to win a championship and I'm willing to take a step back from being the guy that is demanding that this is what I need to play for this team. I need to be the star. I need to make the money. I need to get minutes. And he just says, I just want to play. And if they give me 10 minutes, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to bust my ass. And if they give me 20 minutes, I'm going to do the same thing. And I'm going to play hard for whatever team picks me up. And I've never heard that from Dwight Howard. Huh. And so, again, this all could be a facade. Maybe he's saying the right things, right? This is like yep. Mike Tyson after every time he gets in trouble. I didn't mean to do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, and you're right. It might, we might be talking about this in week two of, of the Lakers season, and, and he's already a disaster. Who knows? But I, I have this hope that that, I, that he's got his shit together. And listen, I mean, he's still a physical specimen. He still is capable of defending and, and de- defending the rim, not allowing uh, you know, guys to come in and dunk and lay up, pulling down rebounds. And when you're that big and that athletic, if you're pulling down an offensive rebound, it's two points. And so even if he doesn't, try to get his offense he's going to score 12 he's probably going to get 12 boards and two or three blocks and you know 
and and and, and that's in a 20, 20 minute span. Like I think he's can I think physically he can do that. So you're right. Normally I take the negative side, but because I but because I watched that interview, I think that something changed in him where he just wants to win and I hope that's the case. Good. How old is he? He's 32, I yeah. think. Oh, okay. So right. in the, in the NBA years, he's still in his prime. Sure. He's in his prime for two more I didn't years. I think he was that young. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that that could work out good. Vic. Yes. You agree? Yes. When I first heard the news, my Laker fan came out and was like, "Oh God, Dwight Howard! Like we're going to this route. Like d- yeah. it didn't sit sit well with me." But after looking at um, uh, hearing and looking at his stats, so and let me just explain the hearing part. So he actually had a team meeting with Laker players beforehand, and um, with Rondo and, and Anthony Davis and all the vets and everything, and they bought in. So. Once they bought in, I was like, okay, well, maybe something, maybe something's going on here. You know, maybe he has, and he came out, and like Ben said, has, has said the right things and everything. Another thing that Ben didn't mention is he had guaranteed money uh, uh, with the um, right. With, was was he a wizard? Where was he playing? <laughs> Memphis, I think. Yeah, wherever he was playing, he got Memphis. traded. He got traded there. Yeah, so he got bought out, came to the Lakers, and it's non guaranteed money now. Hmm. So pretty much, the Lakers can drop him for any reason. And so to go from guaranteed money to non-guaranteed money tells me that he is going to be that guy that they want him to be. After talking with the Laker brass, becoming a non-guaranteed player, I now believe him when he says, whatever you all want me to do, I'm going to do. And then I went back and I looked at his stats. His last full season that he played was not last year but the year before. He had 17 points, 10 boards a game. Yeah. If you have that coming off the bench, sign him up. Do it. Yeah. Let's roll. And and that's right. and that's against starting centers. So yeah. you know, when you've got Anthony Davis in the middle, I, I don't think they'd start start Dwight. I think they'd start um what's his name? I forgot. JaVale McGee. Yeah, JaVale yeah, McGee. Start JaVale, yeah. So so that means that Dwight is gonna play pro- probably most of his minutes against backups and mm-hmm. you know garbage time. And so he'll be playing against subpar talent. I, I think he can still put up twelve points a night yeah. even in twenty minutes. All right. Yeah. Okay. So all things considered, on the court, uh, locker room, is this a downgrade from Boogie Cousins, and how much? Or is it an upgrade? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I'd I think say it's it, equal. Yeah. You know, it's either equal or an upgrade, only because with Boogie, he is, I mean, and, and this all, you know, if Dwight can stay healthy, he, yeah. he hasn't. He doesn't have the past of being hurt that Boogie has. He might, has maybe 70 percent of it. Okay. Um, but Boogie, I mean, he might. He might just be done. I mean, yeah. That Achilles injury might have just done him in because this led to all the the you know he had the the injury in the playoffs for the for the Warriors and then he got hurt. Right. I mean, he's with and he's so much big. He's such a big guy. It's going to be hard for him to come back. Where Dwight is not that heavy set type of center um and so you know what if 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 dwight has the mentality that we think he has and i believe that he has i think he might actually be an upgrade a slight one not a lot maybe 10 percent upgrade but i think he may be the thing with boogie was that you didn't know where his ceiling was from the injury that's what we didn't know um but i think we now know he's done a See, lot less off the court drama. Than I, yeah. I think and that too. I was <laughs> yeah. going to say, yeah. I think this should be the last point before we move on. Um, that to me, Boogie would have required more minutes because he was playing for he a contract made more noise, next year. Definitely. Uh, so, so I think that if uh, you know Laker coaching staff, if they wanted to do something different than what was good for Boogie, it would have created tension yeah. and it would have been in the in the media and news. Where I think. That right now with JaVale and with Dwight, it's one of those things where I think both guys are willing to just accept their role, and it's going to be more of a cohesive team. All right. Well, sounds good. I'm on board. Nice. I'm excited. convinced me. I was was, excited uh, when I saw the sign. I I was not. Yeah. Yeah. I was not uh, at first either. No. I'm glad to hear it. Me too. All right. Go Lakers. Moving on. Yes. Carly Lloyd. Yes. Goes to the Philadelphia Eagles practice and kicks a 50-yard field goal. The video goes online. What do you guys think about this? Apparently... I think it's a joke. 
apparently she's gotten offers. She hasn't said from what team, but apparently an NFL team offered for her to kick in a preseason game this week. Right. But she has a conflict with the U.S. women's right. national team. It's a friendly game, which I feel like being the first woman to kick in an NFL game preseason <laughs> or not would would be take precedent over anything. But what do you guys think about this? Is this just a publicity yeah, thing absolutely. or is this legit? I, I think it's a publicity stunt. Really? Yeah. I mean, here's here's the thing. So if if somebody could truly kick a fifty yard fifty five yard field goal consistently, then any NFL team should be looking at that whoever it is, man, woman, mm-hmm. you know, child. Somebody can do that. They need to be looking at him to sign him to an NFL contract. Yeah. The reason why I think this is a publicity stunt is because she's she's already 39 years old or 38 years old. She's at the twilight of her soccer career. And it was, you know, one or two kicks. And she was taking, you know, I think five steps to, to, to actually drive the ball rather than the two. So there's a lot of work that I think she would need to do to, to, to really get right. that power to be able to kick with that consistency at that distance. Um so I, it's a great story, and you know I would root for her if if she could get that done, and and you know I figured you got, got to train at least a year probably to to start getting that type of distance. Now you're 39 years old. Is there really a team that's going to sign you, knowing that you're really maybe going to play one or two years? If they do, is it going to be a team that's going to contend, or is this kind of a, a stunt where it's like, you know, hey, we want to get fans out to watch the first girl kick a a, 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 a ball in a football game? You know, it's. I think you can look at it from both ways. I think you can look at it as a team saying, yes, you know, we're, we're going to get it because we just need to get, you know, butts in seats, you know, Mike Trout type thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but from her standpoint, Thank you for that. from uh, her standpoint, you know, she's got nothing to lose. She's already got a successful soccer career. Yeah. Whether she does it or she doesn't, you know, nobody cares. No but, one's going to fall. But it would be so awesome for her to break that barrier if she can do it. So I, I would root for her to go and do it. I absolutely would too. And I, I don't think it's, I agree with everything you said, but I don't think that means it's a publicity. Yeah, I don't thing. think it was a contrived publicity stunt. No. Yeah, I mean she she clearly has proven she can do yeah. it. Now, yeah. obviously, consistency right. and a game situation is with different somebody running than a at practice. you. That's the big thing for me was is sure. when you're having somebody coming at you running full speed, knowing that they may make contact with you. I mean that changes a lot. Sure, you know what I mean. And she, what does she weigh? Like a Buck yeah, 07? Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But a lot or, of kickers weigh a buck 07. Right, right. And right. can you kick it with pads? And But they've been kicking sure. for a while under that pressure. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm not saying that she can't do she it. She can handle I think, pressure. She's I think, clearly proven that. But it's a different kind of pressure, though. Um, uh, because if, if, if you're playing football, you're used to people hitting you. If you're playing mm-hmm. soccer, you're not really used to that. I mean, you're yeah. getting used to having your legs chopped and stuff like that, but not upper body anything, really. Uh, uh, but um, you technically can't I, touch I, the kicker. It's a penalty. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if there's a botch snap or something? Like, what if something yeah. goes wrong? Sure. Right. Um, Fair enough. And uh, the the I, I I think she can actually do it. I really do because I'm gonna use Ben's. I'm gonna go Ben route right now. Um, when I was in high school, I went as a soccer player and kicked a 40 yard field goal my first try. Oh. Yeah. I, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like Look bam bam, and I was like, oh well, shit. This is not that hard. Hey. Never, the, you know, the Bears need a kicker. But I never played. I, but I never. I didn't. I didn't. I always played soccer. I never played football. So as a soccer player, I think majority of soccer players can kick field goals. Sure. The that's without any pressure. That's without you know uh, uh, a lot of other things that go in a game. I think in a game situation is completely different than just going out on the field and and kick. I think physically she can do it. Mentally, I'm I'm not sure because she's not used to it. I I think. I think we see her on the football field this season. I would love that. Would be and, awesome. And because I don't think she'll. I mean, she's a competitor, so she's going to not agree with your mental assessment at all, whether it's true or not. Right. 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 Uh, but uh, with a little practice, I bet you. I mean, this week, I think it's smart of her to not do it because she obviously needs some practice. You can't just do it once or however many times she did it at, at, on the field and and just think you can play in an nfl game even though it's a preseason game but get some practice and wow what a story to be the first woman to play on an nfl team 
I, I think it'd be great. Oh, and yeah. There's going to be a team that Oh, that's the thing. There's going to be a team. Not, you know there's going to be a team. And it, that's and, not even a question. And especially, you know, yeah. if it is like what Ben said, where it's a team that's got nothing to lose, but it's going to be a story. And yeah, so what? We all know how much the NFL loves storylines. I think it happens. I think it happens this season. <laughs> hear, 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 hear this conspiracy theory. What if Belichick is the one that signs her? Because the owner, remember, he goes and gets the hand job. Maybe this is his way <laughs> oh, wow. of saying we love women. That took a turn. That took a turn. <laughs> Bob Kraft tells Belichick, hey, listen, oh. you need to make it happen one week. Oh, I love it. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the Patriots would sacrifice. Uh, well, they wouldn't uh, be sacrificing. You would do it on a week where they play the Bills. You know, or or some team, you know, they're just going to dominate. Yeah, who they yeah. haven't lost to in twelve years or something. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I you, bet it happens. And you know, it's not coming down. It, I like, wouldn't. I would not. Like be she gets to be the Patriots. She gets one extra happen. point or something. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Only Ben. <laughs> oh man, way to take it there. <laughs> you know what? I regret that I just said. That. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Of all the things that I've said, I just I regret that. <laughs> Good man, you have a soul. All right, moving on. Uh, before we get out of here, the Dodgers and Yankees played. Yeah. And, uh, what the hell? This could have been a uh, World Series preview. Yes. In which case, did not go well for the Dodgers. No, it did not. What the hell, Vic? Could be worse. And or Ben? We could have been the Angels. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. <laughs> what do you think, Vic? It, you know what? It's 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 one series. I would lie. I, I would be lying if it didn't bug me. Um, didn't make me a little bit worried because we're just so used to being dominated by American League teams um, for the most part in the World Series. I still think we were the better team against Houston, and we should have won that one. Uh, but coming off the domination of, of the Red Sox off of us last year, of course, you want them to come out and play well and do well um, and, and win, at least win the series if you're not going to sweep them. And obviously that didn't happen. Um, that being said, they were uh, kind of on an offensive slump. Um, they've been on and off an offensive slump for the past month or so. Yeah. Um, and so it just hit at a bad time. Yeah. They just haven't been hitting consistently. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's one series. You can't take it too, too serious. You can't look into it too much. Well, but, me, of course, it, it does bug. Let if me, it was any other team, it probably wouldn't be as big yeah. a headline. But it's yeah. the Yankees. It's the Yankees. To me, it's, it's how they burst. So, yeah. so we we pitched, it, and we've talked about it all season. Who are your top three pitchers going into the playoffs? It's Bueller, Ryu, and Kershaw. I've always argued that Kershaw should be their number three. We pitched two of those three guys, and those were the two guys that lost. And Ryu, who is our Cyan candidate, got his ass handed to him. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, in fact, I think shortly after the game, Dave Roberts talked about possibly shutting him down for a little bit, maybe give him some rest or help him figure out what's going on. Was he off? Was he just missing his stuff? I think he's just missing locations, and and he's getting hit. You know, there was a grand slam that was hit against him. Yeah. To be fair, the Yankees have probably the best offensive lineup in Major League Baseball. I think they're in the top three. Better than the Angels? The Angels are a powerhouse. Yeah. You're just a joke. <laughs> uh, are you going to be sad when Mike Trout ends up on the Yankees? Oh, that'd hurt. Yeah. I'd rather him be on the Dodgers. But, I mean, so to me, like those two starting pitchers not really pitching to expectation. Kershaw didn't pitch a bad game. He left two hanging curveballs that got turned into home runs, which if you think about what's going to happen in the playoffs, to me this was just a preview of it. And then the one game that they did win – Jansen literally tried to give it away. You know, <laughs> what's going on with him? He's he's Is not he, good, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they're going to be able to find a solution outside of the Dodger organization. They may need to drew, you know groom a, 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 Joe, a Joe Kelly or or somebody else to potentially take that role. Now I, I know don't think Jansen can do it. He he started slumping for you guys big time in last postseason, mm-hmm. right? Well, had he he had, had the hardest shown issue that though. before. Yeah. Last year, he had flashes of the same thing where he kept giving up home runs, yeah. and then they went into the heart issue. Everybody thought that was going to fix it, right. and then it, it seems like it hasn't. So mm. every, I think everybody's scratching their head at this point. It's, it's, not like he's, uh, it's not like he's horrible, but you don't want somebody like that on your 
World Series bound yeah. team, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And so, like, my final takeaway from from the series was, if you think about the Yankees and their postseason experience, they they don't match up at all with the Dodgers' postseason experience. So, this being a home series for the Dodgers against a team who they potentially are going to see in the playoffs, pitching two of your top three starters. To go to walk away from the series losing and losing the the way that they did, really doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies going into the playoffs. Whether they're playing the Yankees, the Astros, or whomever from the American League, I think the Dodgers have you know the the mental game over the rest of the National League. I think they'll get through that relatively unscathed so long as they play Dodger baseball. But for whatever reason, I think that there's this mental block when they play the American League team in a big series. They just don't rise to the occasion. And and I don't want to suggest it, but, I mean, it almost feels like they're the Broncos of the 80s and they're, or the Bills of the 80s and Broncos of the 90s. It's yeah, like yeah. you get there three times and you lose. Like I, I don't want that stigma, but I, I just – that's what I got out of this week, and I, I really didn't like it. Oh, Ben's protecting himself. <laughs> Force field up. <laughs> Oh, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Oh, it sucks. It's all right. <laughs> Scott and Courtney will get back together at some point. <laughs> and all will be right in the world. That's right. And, oh, and, and for man. you, Dad, that's the Kardashians. <laughs> Good stuff, gentlemen. We are out of here. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod. We're on Facebook and we're on everything. Uh, <laughs> leave a voicemail for us, 562-450-3356. Again, give us a review. Wherever you're listening, shoot us a review, screenshot it, DM us, and we will get you that shiny new Portuguese hammer sticker. You know what? We'll throw in one of our stickers, too. We got stickers. And uh, you know what? They look good on a car window or a bumper or a toolbox or an alberto's window alberto's Alberto's window window. ben's harvey levin trapper keeper like anywhere really (laughs) i like his work on people's court yeah (laughs) i do i watch people's court once a day really yeah over judge judy when i get home from work early enough i watch that and then it leads into feud so i kind of watch you know (laughs) not family feud yeah Yeah. it's feud you do love family oh i watch two episodes a day Really? Yeah. How Still, old are does, you? does it not get old? No. I mean, I get that Steve Harvey's, but his thing every time is somebody says something even mildly risque, and his reaction is, it's "Oh still- my gosh, this is going to go viral on YouTube." Tomorrow. This coming so from the guy funny. who watches Jim Carrey movies a hundred times and still laughs. Yeah, they're hilarious. No, I'm he's, a, he's like a pod man. <laughs> oh yeah well anyway so review us subscribe and uh, tell all your friends about the good old guys in shorts ah for victor costello and ben garcia i'm jeff wilson see you guys next week 